Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, we're excited to hear what you got going on because uh, from what I understand, uh, you got some really, really great, great, great stuff happening. <laughs> that's what I, uh, that's what I'm, uh, that's what I'm told too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, as long as there's other people telling you and you're not telling yourself, it's all good. Right. <laughs> well, well, sir, if you mind, you know, usually I, I, I read the long bio and do the introduction, but a lot of times I, I like to hear from the artists themselves, you know, if you could be so good to let our listen artists know exactly, you know, who is Philip Bazard? What do, you, what do you do? Who are you? Where you come from? I mean, did you throw rocks at little girls and stuff when you was a kid? Who are you? Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> me, me too. I ate, I ate a lot of lead-based paint too. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I definitely didn't brush my teeth enough as a kid either. So, but uh, you know, I, I I get that question a lot, and I, I I struggle to define who I am just because my who I am has changed a lot over the years. You know, I I was I'm from Seattle. And, you know, I'm the product of a divorced family and I got involved in music real at a really young age and I started, you know, playing guitar at a relatively young age too. And, uh, you know, and then a couple of years later, my dad died and him and I were really close. And so that shaped, I think, who I am today. And, you know, and then I joined the military. And so I went from being a distraught, heartbroken kid to a someone that was deploying, uh, you know, all over the world. And, and, uh, so then, you know, my identity changed to being a military man, you know, and I just knew that music was always my foundation. And so I wanted to come back to that eventually. And I did. And so, you know, who I am is, is ever changing. It's ever flowing, ever, ever evolving, you know? That's that's great. One 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 quick question. Um, you you uh, in your travels, you know, and and I and I know I like to listen to music in no matter where I am in the world. So sure. you know, in your travels in the military, um, did you hear any music that was a little bit different than home that that you kind of liked? Yeah, I did. Uh... So when I was in the Middle East, there was some Middle Eastern stuff that I heard that was pretty interesting. Um, you know, there there was it, it, I don't I don't know if this really counts, but I remember being pretty inspired by this this short video that um, Jack White did, where he just kind of builds a guitar out of some random material and hooks it up to an amplifier and just it's one string and he just sits there with a slide on it and he's I mean it sounds like sounds like noise, but it was pretty cool. And I, I remember thinking that it was pretty inspiring to see, you know, a guy like Jack White that was, you know, he was pretty famous to White Stripes at the time. And, you know, he he just did that, you know, and he, he said, you know, you can make a guitar out of some random materials. You know, if you don't have the money for a guitar, you don't even need to buy one. You just do this. And I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty inspiring. Um, but I think the real turning point, now, I'm a huge John Mayer fan, so I think the real turning point was when somebody gave me my first John Mayer CD. It was my first year in the Navy, actually. How did you find time to practice in the Navy while you were doing your thing with them? 
Uh, you'd be surprised how much free time you have in the military. You spend a lot of time bored. Yeah, I kind of missed that, man, because in, in my era, you know, there's a bunch of crazy stuff going on, and I decided I wanted to play music. I didn't want to <laughs> go in the military. No, I get I had, it. I had, I had hoop and cough, diarrhea, uh, uh, gangrene, uh, anything, <laughs> anything else I could find in the dictionary. That's what I told them I had, you know, so. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm assuming I don't those were Vietnam days. They, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't know how they miss me. I, I kind of hate myself for it now, man, because I, I love to fly. I love airplanes. And I say, dang, sure. if I went in the military, I could have got my flying training all through them and wouldn't have to pay for it out of my pocket. You know, you're in good company. I, too, am a pilot. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. You got to fly some of the fun planes, the jets? No, no. I, I fly just small Cessnas. Um, as a pri- you know, private pilot, I really enjoy that. Um, it's one of my favorite pastimes is actually to go up. Yeah, that's where that's where I am now. You know, um, I want to get to the twins eventually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those twin Comanches and everything like that—they're gorgeous planes. Yeah, they're twin-engine pipers. Yeah. And, and they're affordable, you know what I mean. Affordable, that's the case. Yeah, yeah that's the case. Can't get to the can't get to the what is it, the Gulf Streams yet? No, no, you're 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 uh yeah, that's up there a ways. Yeah. Well look, we're gonna keep on working with your music and stuff and then I'm sure the next time I talk to you you have a seven forty seven in your garage or something. Yeah, those are probably tough to store in the garage. Uh, I'm, I might. Uh, it depends on how have... big. It depends on how big the garage is, isn't it? <laughs> I think you're over. I think you're overestimating my ability to earn lots of money here. <laughs> oh no, man! I'm all. I'm just optimistic, bro. You know, you got to. You got to see it in your mind before you can make it. I happen. love it. Make it happen. I love for you. it. Yeah. So. So in the Seattle sound, um, I know you you got some great influences, Eric Clapton and uh, Jimmy sure. Hendrix and James Taylor and all those guys sure. yeah. I love. Uh, I was like two steps behind uh, meeting Jimmy Hendrix personally, man, and I, I hate that. Really? I hate that. Because I came into uh, Ike Turner's studio right after Jimmy had uh, left Ike Turner. Okay. So... I was kind of like yeah, maybe Jimmy, Jimmy's got like a shrine up here. Yes, I know, I know, I know. When I was in college, he was the man, you know, yeah. all along the Watchtower <laughs> and Electric Ladyland. You know, he he True. was the guy. <laughs> he was the guy. But some of my influences though in my college days, I met some guys from Canned Heat. I don't know if you remember them. That doesn't sound familiar. Canned Heat. Yeah, they were like a pop rock group, but uh, hmm. it was some of my some of my influences because my music taste is kind of all over the place too. Well, it's the same with me. I mean, I I grew up listening to Elvis Presley gospel. You know, my grandmother was playing Elvis Presley gospel music on our way to church, and so I, you know, I would listen to that, and then you know I'd come home and listen to, you know, Van Halen or Queen. You know, so I, I have an eclectic background too, music-wise. 
And and that's good because I mean you could you could pull from all that you know, your songwriting and creating. And um so so I know we kinda of talked about you going into the Navy and I think we kinda of touched on um you becoming a songwriter a singer and a songwriter and was that mm-hmm. also uh, attributed to uh you losing your, your family members, your father? Yeah, you know, there's just so much grief that comes from losing a family member, I think. And, and I think sometimes you want to kind of try to explain it to other people. And, you know, if I told you how sad I was, my dad died, you'd probably be like, yeah, that makes sense. But if I, if I wrote a song about it and the song speaks in a way that allows you to, to apply it to your own life and, see how maybe someone else has had an effect on you or something like that and if what it would feel like if you lost that person i feel like a song is a better medium than just telling somebody how you feel because a song i think especially for music minded people the people that really you know keep music close to them and and music is a big part of their lives you know the songs go in our ear and it just it doesn't leave you know it follows it follows our bloodstream. It gives us goosebumps. You know, we wake up oftentimes with a song in our head in the morning. You know, we, we wake up, we were whistling or humming a song that was in our, in our head to start the day. And so, yeah, I, I suppose there was a big influence, you know, losing my, my dad because, you know, I, I wrote a lot of songs about it that I thought would help other people in the event that, uh, that they had lost somebody close to them too. Yeah, I can I, I can totally relate. Um, I had a similar experience, but um, I lost a son. And um, I'm sorry to hear that. I checked out. I checked out for a couple of years, man, and I just I really didn't know how to handle it. You know, he. I'm in the music business. Always been in my music business all my life and my son lost his life at a video shoot and at, at, mm. at you know at the music business you know some fool was shooting up there like a clown and my son got hit with a stray bullet and um i just quit working that's the for definition of tragedy yes i quit working for a couple of years i didn't want to have anything to do with r&b hip-hop no kind of music i was just kind of like done and me about almost two years to kind of snap out of it, you know, I'm like, dang, my son would want me going out like this, you know, so yeah. I used that to kind of <clears throat> build, start building my little empire and, and and try to help some other people, you know, because I had so many people trying to tell me, oh, I know how you feel, I know what you're going through, and I'm like, okay, um, sure. when, did, when did you lose your child, um, how old was he? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because if you can't tell I know me exactly that, what you mean. ain't nowhere in the hell you're going to sit up there and tell me how I feel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody's I walking in my shoes. Yeah. I'm more than willing to listen. <laughs> if you haven't been there, shut the hell up. I know exactly what you mean. So yeah. George Carlin had a good bit on it, you know, when uh, you know people would, at a funeral, come up and say, if there's anything I can do, you know, if there's anything I can do, and he said, call their bluff, make them paint your garage. 
that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That really is. So, so, Philip, tell us about Wavelength. Uh, Wavelength, yeah, it's a five-song EP. It's got, uh, it's got, uh, you know, I think something for everybody on there. It's got sad songs. It's got happy songs. It's got songs that are right in the middle. And I think if I think anybody that listened to it would be able to find something that they enjoyed. Um, maybe not all the songs are your flavor, but you know my my favorite song on the album is actually "Drowning," and I, it's it's got a long-winded guitar part and. You know, I, I use it to showcase whenever I'm playing uh, a show. I use it to showcase, you know, how long I've been playing guitar and, and what I'm about when it comes to guitar playing. And so, you know, I, I just, I, I just think it has something for everybody. I, 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 that's what I tried to do. I tried to make it so people from all avenues of life could listen to it and, and hear a sound that they liked. So is each song in your EP, is that uh, reflective on experience or um, part of your travel or your upbringing or ways you draw from? Yeah, it's it's all personal experience, you know. When, you know, the song Drowning is, I was having just this really rough day at work, and I remember just thinking, like, wow, cool, like only 35 more years of this and I can retire, you know. And just sometimes life just has a way of beating us down. And so that's what the song Drowning's about. But, you know, there's songs in there about about a girl or songs in there about my dad or, you know, what have you. So and they're all from drawn from experience. Those are the most real ones. You know, if you're not, draw, if you're not drawn from an experience you've lived, you know, th- th- even, if, even if it was 1% of the world population has experienced the same thing you have, that's still millions of people. True. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you're not writing from experience, you know, you got to be writing from experience because, you know, if there's going to be somebody else out there, <coughs> excuse me, that uh, has experienced exactly what you've experienced or something very similar. Yeah, more than we even believe because I've had pe- people tell me about a song that I did back in the 70s. And I'm like, shit, I'm trying to remember it's the 70s. <laughs> I wasn't even born in the sense. I know. <laughs> well, listen, Philip, we got one of your songs queued up. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna play Drowning too, but we definitely gonna get to that one. But we got uh Just Wanna Believe. So tell us okay. about something yeah. about that and then we'll have our listeners put their ears on it. Yeah, so that's a song about uh just you know, we if you ever go on Facebook or anything like that, you're always you're bound to catch someone talking about how much they can't stand somebody else or how much someone screwed them over or or whatever. And that, that just want to believe it's just a song about toxic people and, and begging them to kind of try to hear what you're saying and begging them to try and listen to your 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 side of things. Them just not caring. You know, them just kind of ignoring it. You just want to believe that they're going to be there, and they're not. True. That is so true. Well, listen, everybody, put your ears on this, turn your air conditioner up, and let your windows down. This is Mr. 
Priscilla Broussard and Just Wanna Believe. Ever since we met, I have worshipped the ground that your feet have touched, just to be pushed around. I should know by now, you're not here to stay. It's something I can't get past. And it's killing me I just want to believe You'd be there for me Cause one day I hope you'll see What your love's doing to me It's worse every day as you inch farther away Cause I don't know what to say I remember the walks That we used to and coffee in the morning Just after coming awake And now those are replaced With angry words flowing free And I don't know what to do I just want to believe that you'd be there for me. Cause one day I hope you'll see what your love's doing to me. It's worse every day as you inch farther What your love doing to me It's worse every day As you inch farther
Okay, your girl Miss Drama Ganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K Biddy, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah. Yes, we're back with Mr. Philip Brozard, and that was I Want to Believe. So, I, Philip? Yep, I'm here. Oh, you got quiet on me there for a minute. Just listening intently. Oh, okay. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I like the guitar. I kind of hear a little James Taylor in there. A little bit, yeah. I think drowning. You, <laughs> I, think, I think drowning. There's 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 different elements in there. It's it's not so, I guess, straightforward acoustic pop. It's more of a. It's got a darker sound to it. That's what I like about it. Sound like that's one you like. Well, you did say uh, that was one of your favorite songs. Yeah. Yes, you did say that. So, what you got next in store for you, man? What's next in line? What's what's big going on for you? Um, hopefully going platinum and selling a hundred million records. You know, you you, look, you were talking about me a little earlier. Listen to you. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, you know. Hey, look, I take it one. It, I take it one day hey, at a time. Hey, Philip, long as the record don't go wood. As long as the record doesn't go what? Wood. W O O D. No. You <laughs> <laughs> never heard that one before. <laughs> I've never heard that one before in my life. It's funny, but I've never heard it. Yeah, okay. Well, just make sure that don't happen. <laughs> Whatever no, you no. do, just make sure that don't happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That's great, but listen, Philip. We're gonna pay. We're gonna play "Drowning." You know, um, sure. that's one of your favorite joints. Uh, we're gonna Thank put you. that on right now. All right, here's "Drowning," and uh, my new buddy, Philip Broussard, right here. <laughs> Someone help 
pull me out of this dark open sea Cause it feels like I'm drowning in here Feels like this life is killing me I can't seem to do this by myself Am I taking way too much on Is a reward follow on I just hope it comes with me
sure our listeners um, are going to feel the same way because you actually are saying something. I appreciate yeah. that. You know, it's. Uh, I laugh when I think about what you said earlier in the show about, you know, you hear something, uh, a song or uh, a melody, and the next day in the shower, you know, you humming it or singing it, and, and mm-hmm. it hits you. I have to think back, you know, where did I hear that? Yeah. Yeah, I wake up with a tune tune in my, my head every morning. But, you know, that's powerful, though, Philip. If you think about it, you know, some of the sharpest mind, you know, they'll talk about you, your mother, and everybody in your family, and you don't realize it until the next day. You know what I mean? You be sitting there and say, did did they say what I thought they said to me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's like it. a song, you know what I'm saying? You hear it, you hear it, and, you know, and then you really, really hear it the next day, you know, when you're by yourself or you find a quiet moment. And um, that's what I can hear with drowning, you know. Uh, you can listen to it and then yourself in a quiet moment then. You know, the the lyrics pop right in front of your eyes. So, do you have any uh, tours lined up? You got anything in store for you in the the near future? Yeah, so I'm mostly playing around the Seattle area, uh, Seattle and Tacoma uh, right now. Mostly just small shows, but I do have a couple couple shows coming up. Uh, I will keep people – I will keep people updated on my Facebook page as to what's, uh, what's happening. And uh, why you, you know, mentioned what, Facebook, what, you might as well throw it, you might as well throw it out there. Why you mentioned it? Yeah. So if you find me, you can find Wavelength on on Spotify. You can find it on Google Play as well as uh, as well as Apple Music. But uh, if you want to find me on Facebook, just search my name, Philip Broussard, P H I L L I P B R O U S S A R D. You're able to find me on Facebook. I've got a fan page on there, and uh, you know it, it's uh, it's a good place to interact with me. I try to respond to my messages um, as soon as I get them, and it's a good place to find out about shows and it's a good place to find out about uh, different different things that are going on in my musical career. That's right, and you heard it personally from the man himself. So Philip, tell us. I uh, tell me. I'm being nosy. What's your favorite guitar? My favorite guitar that anyone that I've ever seen, or my favorite guitar in my arsenal. Well, how about both? Okay. Well, uh, in my own arsenal, I have a white Fender Stratocaster. Um, it's got a maple maple fretboard. It's just a gorgeous guitar. It's, um, I love the sound of it. And uh, yeah, it's it's it goes by the name Allison. And uh, <laughs> but my favorite guitar of all time is actually probably BB um, King's Lucille. Huh. Okay. Where is that guitar? Yeah. <laughs> what did they What did they do with his guitar? You know? Ah, uh, they probably buried it with him. No, I'm 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 gonna have to uh, 
research that. I just thought about that because I know some of the family members, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find out about that. Yeah, I, didn't know if I they hope they didn't bury it with him. Yeah, I didn't know if they had put it in a museum or you know something like that. Sure. But, yeah, they've got the uh, the Experience Music Project up here at uh, in Seattle, and they've got uh, a couple. They've got a Jimi Hendrix exhibit up here, and they've got a couple of his guitars there, and it's pretty cool seeing his stuff. You know, being so close to so close to you know an instrument that Jimi Hendrix loved and cherished. Right. The real. The real history. Yeah, exactly. So tell us about your song, Best Friend. Ah, uh, that's the one about my dad. So that's a sad one. Huh. Well, I don't want to bring back memories. If you know. No, that's no, that's a that's a that song is exactly what I talked about earlier. I wrote that for other people to understand what it's to apply, you know, the lo- the pain of loss to their own life, and you know, hopefully allow it to help them get through, you know, certain time periods that are maybe not so comforting. Right. Okay, well, we'll go ahead and, and, and roll that, man, and and, and uh, we'll give a shout-out to your best friend, you know, because if you and I know who he is. Exactly. <laughs> Look, I think I said it on the air, so I think if everybody was listening to the show, they'll probably know who he is, too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Here you go. of an eye in heaven is a thousand years on earth it feels like a thousand years since you left this place and I'd do anything just to see your face again I know If I could do it all over again, you'd hear it every day, but there's no going back, those mistakes are in the past, how many times could I have said that you're my best How many times I cried 
what it's all about you know and there's there's songs like that that do it for me you know there's songs that you know that uh take me back to a moment in time that uh you know tug on my heartstrings make me think of someone special i just that's wanted exa- to provide that for someone else yeah that's exactly what a good great song supposed to do uh sure. and I, I like it is definitely music is definitely the international language, no doubt. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think good music is right there with a good book, with a great beginning, great middle, and a, a fantastic end. Sure. A good song has to have both, actually. So, Philip, we had one more song here. This one is in my chords. Tell us something about that. Ah, uh, that's just that's just a fun fun one I wrote. Um, you know, it just personifies a woman uh, into a song. You know, you, her her eyes. You know, her hair like uh, notes. You know, every time she speaks, it's like music. 
that's just the way it, it goes, you know. A beautiful woman can stop a man in her tracks. And uh, that's what that song's about, you know. It's, it's just basically comparing a woman to a song. A good song. A beautiful Big song. Big Boy Upstairs. Big Boy Upstairs just gave women just too much power, didn't he? <laughs> Just gave him too much doggone power. Too much power, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, to all my fantastic listeners, turn the air conditioner on and let the windows down and put your ears on this. This is In My Chords by Mr. Philip Brazard. Talk all day. 
Your man, J.R. Perry, from Love Drops. Yeah, I'm keeping it locked every Wednesday at I Am Indie, where you get your smooth urban hip-hop independent music, baby. From 2 p.m., hosted by my man, J.D., putting it down. I Am Indie. Check it out. Exactly. 
Exactly. There's a lot of artists out there that would, you know, put a really, really, you know, popular hit on the album, and the rest of the album would just be crap. And you exactly. can't really get away with that anymore. So check this out. What happens if you go into the studio with the idea that every song I record is going to be, you know, single quality, and then sure. at the end of 12 songs, you actually have a complete CD, but they were actually all released as singles too. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting thought. Never thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah, because you know, because somebody may buy you know your single and may not be familiar with the other song, but if you as the artist go into it with that thought, look, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm not gonna just, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, you know I know exactly. What you're saying. You know, you feel something that's really going to be a good song versus something that's mediocre, you know what I mean? But if you go in there with the idea this is going to be a hit, um, everything I put my finger on, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, you got, you know, 8, 9, 10, 12 great songs, so you can release a CD, or you're already releasing the singles anyway, so what difference does it make? You know? What difference does it make? Well, I don't know. That way you know something's going to stick. <laughs> you know, something's going to stick on the wall. Because you, know I mean? yeah, you, you got some old school cats out there, man, that just, you know, they'll just buy, buy the whole thing, you know, and if sure. they like everything done, you know, hey, that's a win-win for everybody. You know. So at least that's some of my old school logic for whatever it's worth. I like it. I was sure you still operated that way. It'd make my job in music a lot easier. At the end of the day, it's all about what works, you know? That's true. It's about all the work. Well, man, I'm going to say, man, it's been great having you on the show. It's been a blast. And uh, I'm definitely going to give Michael Michael Stover a big shout-out, you know. Um, definitely. guy has great, great, great clients, great artists, and always does a wonderful job. So definitely going to give him a shout out, and uh, definitely make sure you keep us abreast of uh, what you got going on and what's coming up in your very near future. Sure. Yeah, it was an honor and privilege to be on your show. Yeah, come back through too, man, and uh, with all with all your new stuff. And I definitely want to tell the listeners that you know if you came in late and didn't get the beginning of it. you don't really want to miss this. You don't want to miss um, the music. You definitely don't want to miss this gentleman. You know, he got some powerful stories. You know, he's definitely a Navy vet. I didn't get to talk to him about did he get to shoot and blow up anything because <laughs> I like <laughs> I didn't get to ask him those. But, look, I'm trying to slide it in now. You know, I should be saving myself. But, you know. <laughs> That's right. Maybe next time. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll get back over here and we get to find out about that stuff, man. And you, I already know you're a great guy. You're a pilot. And um, I know you got a couple drones sitting around your house that you play with. <laughs> surprisingly, no drones, if you can believe that. Uh, yeah, that is surprising, man. That is surprising, yeah. you know. That's, that's the next little thing, you know. I'd be able to send a couple songs to your house, and you could write something and send it back. Deal. 
So real quickly, do you have any collaborations in mind, or do you do any collabs with anybody? I'm waiting for Ed Sheeran to give me a call. Okay, well, i tell you what I'll do. Um, as soon as we get off this call, you know, I'm going to make sure that I give him a call and tell him to get on it straight away. You better. Uh, you, you know, you got it coming. So uh, y'all get in touch with my man, Philip Brazard. He gave his contact information. He told you how to get at him on Facebook. And uh, if you didn't get this show early on, it'll be available um, in about three minutes. You can get it in its entirety on iTunes, uh, Spotify, let me see, iHeart. And I think it's a slew of whole other ones that I can't get right off the top of my head, and I should get better with that, but I'm going to blame it on the alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's hump day, Philip. It's hump day. So we made it this way, you know, so, yeah, we made it this far, so, you know, we're going to make it uh, the rest of the week for sure, for sure, for sure. So... uh, so again, my friend, it's been great, and uh, come back yeah, real, great. real soon. Will do. All right, thank you much. Enjoyed you. Bye now. Everybody, that was Mr. Philip Bizarre, you know, and you checked it out right here on I Am ND. So if you missed any of this, like I said earlier, come back, come back, come back. And you can get it. You can get it on worldmovement.com. You need to go there and check it out anyway. All right. What you might find, you know, so go check it out over there and see what the good people are doing at worldmovement.com, World Movement Publishing. You know, if you need some books publishing, we're the people. You know, um, whatever you got, whatever you need, I'm sure that we can do it. So come check us out. As for your boy, as for Olivia, as for Lamar, we'll make it happen. This is Sweetie Love coming to you live in total bliss. You are listening to the best of I Am Envy on Blog Talk Radio with your host, K. Diddy. Ciao.
Your touch. Your touch. 